Hello and welcome to this episode of the WA GOP Report. It is almost election day. We are four days away on this Friday from the election next Tuesday. Uh, we are doing everything we can to get Republicans, conservatives out to vote and communicate our message to independent voters that it's time for change here in Washington state. The best way to bring about change is to change who is representing you, change the people in government. And that is, this is our opportunity to do that as we're, your ballots are sitting on your kitchen counter uh, and it's time to fill those out. It's time to vote. So far, only 15% of voters across Washington state have turned in their ballots. That's less than one out of every six voters. And so in, in years like this, these odd years, these local election years when turnout is so is lower, uh, your vote has carries that much more weight. It's that much more important that you get your ballot in. You have that much more of an opportunity to swing these elections in the right direction. And if you're doing some work, if you're volunteering, if you're texting your friends, sending emails, encouraging them to vote, sending them candidate recommendations, all of that work really adds up. And we have, a, we have great opportunities to elect good people to city councils, to school boards are the two races we've really focused on. If you want to impact curriculum and what's being taught to your kids, then who you vote for for school board absolutely matters. And if you're concerned about what's happening in your community, whether it's defunding the police or radical agendas like that, then people on the city council have a lot of say in how your community is governed. So be sure you, number one, this weekend, go vote. We at the Washington State Republican Party have been working really hard to get people out to vote. This week, we sent over 100,000 text messages to identified Republicans, encouraging them to get their ballots in. Uh, we have also provided links for candidate recommendations. If you are in one of the populous counties, you can go to wsrp.org vote. If you are in one of our more rural counties, we would encourage you to go to your county party website. Whatever county you live in, just Google that county and then Republican Party. Um, and you can contact your local county Republican Party. They would be able to tell you who they're recommending for school board, for city council. But we've been working hard to get that message out, let people know who the good candidates are and make sure our people are voting. Because if we vote, we win and we can make a huge difference in these local communities, in these local elections. The final note on that, is we're seeing from Seattle across the state a rise in radical Antifa-backed candidates. And that's not hyperbolic. Uh, that is the reality. There are people that were out protesting, rioting in the streets just last year that are now running for office, for school board, for city council, for other local office. So it's so important that you vote to make sure we keep Seattle values out of your community and keep those radicals off of these important local government bodies. So go vote, and we'd love to see you out there. I'm going to be out knocking on doors tomorrow as our part of our statewide day of action as we're doing everything we can to get people out to vote. So thank you for all the work that you're doing. Support those good local candidates. Make sure you vote. Tell your friends and neighbors to vote and get those candidate recommendations out there. 
We really appreciate all the work that is being done across the state. And I think it's going to pay real dividends. And next week, we'll do a recap and walk through some of the big races that we were successful and we won in. But we're only going to win if everybody listening goes out and votes. A big update uh, this week that was, I'd say, very disappointing news. Um, Secretary of State Kim Wyman, uh, who has been the Secretary of State for nine years, uh, was just reelected in November of 2020. Prior to being the Secretary of State, she served as the Thurston County Auditor, and before that as the Director of Elections in Thurston County. So she's been working in elections for nearly three decades. She announced this week that she is taking a job in the Homeland Security Department working in cybersecurity for elections. This is disappointing news because she was just reelected uh, last November. Uh, we worked hard at the state Republican party and across the state to support her. And it is disappointing because now Governor Inslee gets to appoint her replacement. And there is no process for the party to submit names, to have input. Uh, this process is governed by Article 3, Section 13 of the state constitution, and it just lays out that Governor Inslee gets to pick someone to serve as the Secretary of State for the next year. We will have a special election with a primary in August and a general election in November, uh, but it's disappointing in that we're very concerned about who Governor Inslee will pick. So this week I did about 10 media interviews and we've gotten our message out that we believe Governor Inslee should respect the will of the voters who elected a Republican. And so we would love to see Governor Inslee select a Republican county auditor or a Republican official to serve as the Secretary of State, because that is who the voters voted for to serve as Secretary of State. Since 1964, Republicans have won every election for Secretary of State, and we've had a streak of Republicans serving in that office. And it goes to show that the voters trust Republicans to fairly administer our elections. And so we are asking Governor Inslee to respect the will of the voters, to pick a Republican to serve the remaining year, and then let the voters decide next year. I'm not overly optimistic, being honest <laughs> with this podcast, not overly optimistic that Governor Inslee will, will abide by our request but we're gonna to continue to make it. And then if he picks a partisan hack, like a Tina Podlodowski, like a Gail Tarleton, like some of the other names that are out there, we will criticize that immediately. And we will begin laying the groundwork for our campaign uh, to elect a good person as Secretary of State in 2022. Uh, the silver lining is I am very optimistic about next year's elections with a midterm as we're seeing all this momentum in Virginia, the people of this country, the people of this state are waking up. They are not satisfied with the direction that President Biden is taking our country. They're not satisfied with these top-down rules that Governor Inslee has been implementing. And so I think we have a real opportunity to turn our state around in 2022. And as part of that, uh, we're excited to support a good candidate for Secretary of State that I think can win. So it's not hopeless, but it is disappointing 
And uh, we, Secretary Wyman will be vacating the office on November 19th. And so we'll stay tuned and we'll continue to update you as Governor Inslee selects his replacement and as we work to recruit a good candidate to represent the voters and make sure we're administering our elections fairly, making it easy to vote, but harder to cheat. Last night, I was at a town hall in Puyallup, uh, not far from where I live, that was truly heartbreaking. Uh, we heard stories from individuals that have lost their jobs thanks to the arbitrary and capricious ruling of Governor Inslee with his top-down vaccine mandate. Uh, this is a decision he alone has made. It is a decision that he shouldn't have the authority to make, and yet he does because the Democrats in both the state Senate and the state House refused to assert their legislative authority and rein in the governor's out-of-control emergency executive powers. Governor Inslee has now been governing under an emergency for over 600 days. And that is not the way our system of government was designed. We are not intended to be ruled by one man. There's seven plus million people here in Washington state, and we shouldn't all be governed and ruled by one individual. We're supposed to have a representative form of government. Our legislature should be engaged on these important decisions, and we should have a voice in the process through our elected representatives that are uh, willing to listen to us. But unfortunately, because the Democrats refused to vote uh, to rein in the governor's emergency powers, the governor keeps issuing these rulings. And so there have been over 2,000 individuals that have lost their jobs because they refused uh, a vaccine. Over 2,000 families, 2,000 husbands, fathers, wives, mothers, and these are real people. And so last night at this town hall, we heard several stories that were just terribly sad. Uh, there was one that was an individual that works in social services she works from home and she uh, presented her exemption request and it was denied. Again, she works at home. Who is she going to infect? Who is she going to spread COVID to? She's working remotely. She's working from home. There was another individual that is a game warden working for fish and wildlife. So he works outside and he rarely comes in contact with the public and they were unable and unwilling to accommodate him. This vaccine mandate that Governor Inslee has issued is the most restrictive of any state in the country. There are a handful of other states that have implemented a vaccine mandate, but all of those have allowed for a testing option where you can test regularly to see if you test negative and then be allowed to work if you've got a negative test. Governor Inslee did not allow for that in his edict. A couple other states or other places at a very minimum, I think you should take into account natural immunity for people that have had COVID. If we're following the science, there should be the ability to take a test and see if you still have antibodies. And if you have those antibodies, why should you be treated any differently than someone that's had a vaccine? So it defies logic, it's unfair, it's very arbitrary in that some people are getting exemptions and being allowed to continue to work, and we're happy about that. 
but other people are not. And so listening to these individual stories, uh, these stories need to be told, these stories need to be spread. And in the coming weeks and months, as there's a greater impact felt because of Governor Inslee's vaccine mandates, as now ferries aren't running on time and their ferry services delayed, as it goes into winter and the pass is going to be less plowed because many employees at DOT lost their jobs. And so we have less plow operators and that's gonna impact. There's gonna be negative impacts across our state from these short-sighted rulings. The final one, uh, that we'll be talking about and, and mentioned a little bit with Senator Chris Gilden is our uh, correction system. Many of our corrections deputies uh, have left, and now you have Governor Inslee moving to early release criminals, and this is making our community less safe. So this is the wrong way to go. This is not right, and we're going to work hard to fix that. And the way we fix it and the way we fix the current situation we're in is by electing Republicans. It was elections that got us into this mess and elections have consequences, but by electing good people, we can fix it. And on a silver lining, um, I, would I would draw to your attention the story out of Eatonville, where the Eatonville School District, by a vote of two to one, told the governor, we are not going to abide. We are not going to fire employees at our school district for their vaccination status. And it just shows that elections matter. When you have two good people on the Eatonville School Board, they're able to stand up. And so go vote this weekend in these important local elections. Get engaged with us over the next year as we work to elect Tiffany Smiley to the U.S. Senate, to flip the 8th Congressional District, to win seats in the State House and the State Senate, and now to elect a Republican Secretary of State. We have our work cut out for us, but we're gonna do everything we can and I'm confident we're gonna succeed with your help. So thank you for listening. We'll talk to you again next week.